Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Seattle, Washington to Ellensburg, Washington, and from Portland, Oregon to wherever it may be that you're listening on what has been a snowy couple of days across GNAC territory, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I am your host, Robert Lowry, and glad to have you along here tonight. A little bit later tonight, as you listen from hopefully a warm and dry place this evening, you're going to hear from Concordia men's basketball head coach Brad Barbaric, also Central Washington University track and field a senior standout Kodiak Landis will join us. But at the top of tonight's GNAC Insider, and boy, you want to talk about a track and field standout, we're talking with one, Rennick Meyer, sophomore from Seattle Pacific University, on the eve of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Indoor Track and Field Championships. Rennick, thanks for joining us tonight from Seattle. I guess let me ask you off the top of tonight's GNAC Insider, are you enjoying the snow? <laughs> yeah, I am enjoying the snow. It's been a little tough to practice, but it's a nice break from school. Well, interesting that you, you say that because when you think about indoor track and field, you think about uh, being all inside. How is the uh, the weather? Is it just making it harder to get to and from any kind of workouts that you're going through right now? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Also, it's covering our track to do warm-ups and um, strides and so, but our coaches have been awesome and working hard and shoveling the track for us. Well, hard-working bunch there at Seattle Pacific University. I said off the top that you are a standout and you have the credentials to back up what I say. You're just a sophomore there at Seattle Pacific, but you're the GNAC Indoor Freshman of the Year from a year ago, and you made it a sweep in the spring when you also won the GNAC Outdoor Freshman of the Year Award. Talking about indoor track specifically, how is your sophomore season as good, if not better, than your freshman campaign for Seattle Pacific? Oh gosh, I don't, I don't know if it's. I'm just trying to work hard and keep going, and it's a little different because uh, there's expectations now, and everything was so new to me last year. But it's fun. I'm just trying to have fun with it. Well, you were having a lot of fun. You're an NCAA provisional qualifier in the long jump, tied for 17th nationally right now. In the 60 hurdles, you're number 23. In the pentathlon, you're number 27 nationally overall. So you have been able to maintain a high level of success throughout your sophomore campaign. Have you been concentrating this year on any of those particular disciplines any more than any of the others? Um, we do focus on hurdles and long jumps specifically for me a little more. Um, but we try to practice everything and just make sure we're doing all the right things in all the events. 
You were an all-West region selection, the 60-meter dash with the 60 hurdles during last indoor season. You were second in the 60-meter hurdles, seventh in the 200, 12th in the long jump of the GNAC indoors last year. You say you went into last year's indoors with really nothing to prove and no expectations. This year, maybe your expectation level is a little bit higher. Does that put a little additional pressure on you this year that uh, you didn't experience a year ago at the same time? Um, a little bit. I mean, I'm definitely looking for some redemption in some events, specifically long jump. But all in all, I'm just trying to go out there and work as hard as I can for my teammates and uh, just uh, do my part to help help out my teammates. All right, let's talk about uh, redemption in the long jump. Let's talk a little bit about why you're seeking that redemption status this year. What what happened last year? Let's talk a little bit about that and why you want to get a, a little better score, a little better performance this year. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make it to finals in long jump last year uh, indoor. Uh, I just hadn't clicked things with that event quite yet, but We've been working on it really hard as of late, so I just want to try to get a better mark and hopefully score in that event. Well, as we mentioned, you're an NCAA provisional qualifier in that long jump event, 18, 10, and three quarters right now, tied for 17th nationally. So whatever you're doing certainly has been paying some dividends there. You're also the defending GNAC indoor champion in the 60-meter dash, 7.71 seconds. When you look at all these different disciplines and the pentathlon as well, do you have a particular favorite event that you do? Well, I've always been a hurdler, so definitely the 60 hurdles. <laughs> all right. As that is the case, what draws you to that event, to, to, to jumping over the hurdles? Uh, I don't know. I, I've done it ever since I was younger, and I had always great coaches for hurdling. My older sister did hurdles, and it's uh, it's fun. It's not as boring as a plain old 60, I guess, because there's something to do in the race, uh, but yeah. it also takes a lot of discipline to do. We're talking with Rennick Myers, sophomore, Seattle Pacific University track and field standout. You like jumping, and, and I can I can prove that because not only do you like doing the hurdles, I have heard that you have an aspiration to go skydiving as well. So not only do you want to jump, you want to oh. <laughs> jump out of a moving plane. What what makes that uh, something that you would like to try out? Well, my dad was in the military, and he's jumped out of plenty of planes, and it just looks like it'd be so much fun, and all the stories he's told me have sounded awesome. Well, uh, my brother actually was a paratrooper at one point, and he, he said there's nothing like it. I, I can guarantee that, and I, I left that up to him. So if you do indeed do that someday, I hope that it is everything you hope for and as enjoyable as everybody who's <laughs> ever done that has told me it is. Now, that is something you want to do, but your career aspiration is to go in to become a veterinary a veterinarian. So you're going to go to veterinary college at some point after Seattle Pacific is through why veterinary career? Um, I grew up on a farm and I love animals and I love to help out animals uh, and own my own animals and everything about it. Just, uh, I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. 
Well, you you certainly have the have the uh, academic credentials for it. You were a four point GPA and the valedictorian at Sam Barlow High School down there in Gresham, Oregon, uh, and you are following in your mother's footsteps, Brenda, who also went to Seattle Pacific. So when you were going to high school there at, at Barlow High School in Gresham. Was there ever any doubt that you were going to follow in your mother's footsteps and go to SPU? Um, honestly, SPU wasn't on my radar at first. Um, it was kind of luck that I even came and visited the school because my best friend was coming to visit, and she offered up to let me come with her to visit the school um, and I didn't even really think about the fact that my mom went here, but my Dad and her both lived up here. My dad went to UW. And so we came up to visit, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. What is it about the school? And, again, you're going to go into the veterinary medicine career, but what are you taking at Seattle Pacific? And you're only a sophomore, so certainly you're taking a lot of basic and breadth uh, requirements at this point. But what are you going to study ahead of your veterinary career there at SPU? Uh, well, I'm majoring in biology right now. Are you finding that enjoyable? <laughs> yes. I mean, right now I'm doing a lot of chemistry courses, but the biology courses will come. <laughs> yeah, well, they will. There's no question about that. Well, Renick, I really appreciate you making time for us. Good luck to you. Good luck to the Falcons. I hope you enjoy your time in Napa coming up this weekend at the GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championships. You had a lot of success there last year, and here's wishing you uh, additional and continued success this year. Thanks for joining us tonight from snowy Seattle. Thank you so much. Redick Meyer from Seattle Pacific University joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Well, we're going to head over the bump, as they say. We're going to go from Seattle to Ellensburg, Washington, but we're going to continue in that vein of track and field Kodiak Landis from the Central Washington University track and field team will join us. He'll do so when GNAC Insider resumes following this timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Seattle Pacific University is a premier Christian university where each year 4,000 students catch a vision for making a difference in the world. All across the globe, SPU graduates are making an impact in medicine, technology, athletics, business, education, music, theater, and more. SPU is dedicated to outstanding scholarship and thoughtful faith. It's a powerful combination that brings about change in the lives of graduates and in the people and communities they serve. Seattle Pacific University, engaging the culture, changing the world. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and let's say welcome now to Kodiak Landis from the Central Washington University track and field team. Kodiak, how are you doing tonight? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for joining us. Senior on the Central Washington University track and field team, you won the conference heptathlon title back in 2017. And I understand that currently you're third nationally in Division II this season in the heptathlon 
let's talk a little bit about that event. What what drew you into the heptathlon, and, and what has made you so successful in that particular uh, event or series well, of events? Is really more 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 accurate. Yeah, um, what drew me in was basically just the offer to do it. Uh, it sounded like a challenge, and I always like a challenge, um, and it certainly is. <laughs> I don't think anybody can deny that, but um, just the ability to do all of those different events at once, you know, there's never a boring meet, you know, there's never a meet where you're just running, you know, keeps it interesting. Well, I, true. As that is the case though, there is such a variety of events. And I mean, we're, we're talking a, a wide range of events. Uh, is, does that make training difficult or do you look at the events and say, okay, I wasn't so good at the last meet in this event and work maybe a little harder on that particular discipline that week leading up to your next event. Oh, it's definitely the latter. I, I always am looking at my most recent performance and trying to figure out what I got to do better, what this week needs to look like, what I need to focus on. Um, and that's the fun of it to me is trying to find the little things every day that you can get better at. At the Cougar Invitational, the Cougar Indoor, you won the heptathlon, earning nearly 5,200 points, 5,194 points to be specific. But not only that, you took event wins in the 60-meter dash and the pole vault. Are those events, the the dash, the 60-meter, and and the pole vault, when you look at the overall heptathlon, are those your two favorite events in it? I would say that pole vault is definitely up there. It's always a fun time. It's just a, it's an event unlike anything else that you get to get to participate in. And I, I do, I do it unattached as well. I've done it for, oh, dang, like eight years now, nine years, 10 years. Really? Um, and ever since I first tried it, I loved it. It's been a, it's been a long, long ride doing it. But every time you get up a little higher, the fall's a little longer and it's more fun. Okay, you you make a very interesting point. You've been doing it now for for nearly a decade. The first time somebody said to you, hey, would you like to take this long stick, go jab it into the ground, and leap over a bar, what did you think the first time you were running down the the runway getting ready to make that first plant ever? Uh, Probably, I hope I don't look like an idiot because (laughs) there's a good chance you're going (laughs) to. And, okay, and what was the result of the first try? Uh, I think I made my first bar. It wasn't a very high bar. I had done it in practice, so I had a little bit of confidence. But, you know, <laughs> there's never any guarantee. But, yeah, I think I made it, if I remember. Are you are you ever scared? Do, do you ever get concerned, or is there ever, ever any stage fright going into the pole vault? Uh, not on the runway. I've had some scares once I'm in the air, mm-hmm. uh, you know, missing the pit and whatnot. But, you know, you get back up and you do it again. Last year at the uh, conference meet, the GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championships, you were a third-place finisher in the 200-meter dash. Uh, is that one that you also have in your sights this year, uh, this weekend in Nampa? Uh, no, we're not running the 200 this year. Um, just the way the scheduling worked out and all the events, we decided to trade that off for doing, I'll still be doing the open 60, but we're going to do the open long jump and open pole vault. So we had to make some decisions based on how all the times lined up. 
Yeah. So not running that this year. Really, and I think maybe that's something that the casual track and field fan or even maybe the uh, less than casual track and field fan misses, that sometimes in events that uh, you have to, when you're doing a multi-sport event like the heptathlon or something, you have to make some trade-offs maybe in some other events as well. Is that, is that, is that tough sometimes? Is there sometimes you come into a meet and you say, I really want to do that event, but the times just don't line up right? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what happened with this GNAC. And it, it always happens in those meets where you're doing the multi the same weekend as all the open events. Like I would have liked to have run the two and the four this weekend, but it, yeah. it just didn't work out. And that's okay because I've, I've still got a lot of other events, you know, still got seven oh, events yeah. in the HEP and open <laughs> events to run. So it's not like I'm going to be missing out on anything, but you're, no, yeah. you won't have a much, you won't have much free time in Napa this Friday and Saturday, no question. You're uh, you're a native of Snohomish there, uh, just uh, north of Seattle. You went to Snohomish High School. What was it that brought you across the Cascades to Ellensburg, and what are you studying there in Ellensburg? Well, I came over to run track, and uh, I didn't really know a lot about the school. I had a couple couple friends who had come over and said, "Yeah, it's great," but all I thought was man, it sounds really cold and really hot in the summer. That's all I knew, really knew about it. But once I got over here, I loved it. Um, just a great area and great school and great people. Um, and then as far as what I'm studying, I am currently doing my student teaching uh, over at Sela High School right now, wrapping that up this quarter. What what are what, uh, you teaching? Grade school, high school? What What are you teaching? I'm teaching middle school PE with a little bit of health thrown in. So super fun. Kids are great. Uh, they give me something to laugh about every day and always, always come home worn out, but happy I'm doing it. Kodiak Landis from the Central Washington University track and field team is joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider on the eve of the upcoming GNAC indoor track and field meet down in Nampa, Idaho. Well, Kodiak, I want to ask you about education really quickly because uh, I know Central is a, a school that's known for its, its stellar education program. Do you see yourself teaching at the middle school level or do you see yourself maybe doing some coaching as well in the future? Yeah, I'm definitely looking at coaching. I really do enjoy the middle school level. Um, they're a lot of fun. They're at that age where they've still got a lot of energy, which makes PE super fun because they still want to get out and play and be active so that's I really enjoy that age I've worked with high school as well and and they're fun as well but in a totally different way yeah I would love to coach at any level Um, coaching is something that I end up doing just on my own when I'm at practice I look you know look at everybody and think about coaching oh I could do this I could do that you know and it's really something that I want to do for sure. Well, you're certainly a well-versed young man, and I think you're going to be a very, a very successful middle school teacher, a very successful coach. But I want to wish you a lot of success this coming weekend at the GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championships in Napa. Have a great meet. Uh, hope the Wildcats do the same, and hopefully we'll have an opportunity to talk to you during the upcoming outdoor season as well. Thank you very much. Kodiak Landis joining us tonight from Ellensburg here on GNAC Insider. Well, around the GNAC this past week in men's basketball, St. Martin's has notched first place now with a 12-2 record in GNAC play. 
The Saints also own the best overall record in the league at 19-3. and They're coming off road wins at both Alaska and Alaska Anchors last week. The Saints have now won nine of their last ten games. Women's play, Alaska Anchorage and Northwest Nazarene are tied atop the league standings with matching 21-1 and marks, 13-1 and in GNAC play. The Seawolves went on the road and defeated rival Alaska and Montana State Billings last week, while the Nighthawks took down St. Martin's and Seattle Pacific. Both teams have already secured spots in the GNAC championships. In indoor track and field, Western Oregon swept the men's and women's track athlete of the week awards behind performances from Justin Crosswhite and Olivia Woods, both at the Grand Valley State University Big Meet in Allendale, Michigan. Crosswhite notched an NCAA championships provisional qualifying mark in the mile at 410.47, while Woods set a provisional qualifying mark and broke the Western Oregon record in the 400 meters recording a time of 56.71 seconds. In baseball, Concordia, Northwest Nazarene, and Central Washington were all in action last week. The Nighthawks won at Dixie State on Cavaliers, lost to San Francisco State, and the Wildcats were defeated by Academy of Art. In softball, five GNAC teams were in action in Las Vegas, St. George, Utah, and Redding, California. Western Oregon tops the conference standings at present with a perfect 3-0 mark. And in golf, the Concordia women's team headlined a light GNAC slate with a sixth-place finish at the Point Loma Nazarene University Sea Lion Invitational. That's what happened this past week around the GNAC. Hey, speaking of Concordia, we're going to have the opportunity to talk to Concordia's men's basketball coach, Brad Barbaric. We'll get to do just that when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. Central Washington University the state's most welcoming university. The Economist magazine ranked CWU top in the state for value. And four of the last five years, Central ranked top in the state for diversity. Learn about Central Washington University's more than 135 academic programs at cwu.edu slash admissions or by visiting Central Washington University in Ellensburg or at one of their university centers near you. Central Washington University, welcome to a world-class education. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. As we talked about going into that last break, Brad Barberick joining us now, Concordia men's basketball head coach. And, well, Coach, thanks for joining us tonight. I understand that you are just off the practice floor within the past 15 minutes or so. So so thanks for rushing in to make time for us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Well, hey, good evening, Rob. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. And so appreciate the great job that you do with GNAC Insider, what a great platform for, you know, one of the top Division II conferences in the country. And I think, uh, you know, the the publicity and the getting the word out about uh, these athletes uh, was great to listen. I got to hear uh, for, uh, part of your interview with uh, with Rennick Meyer from uh, Central Washington or from Seattle Pacific and from Kodiak uh, Landis from uh, Central there and what uh, two outstanding young athletes those two uh, youngsters are. Yeah, no question. And really, they are uh, the epitome of the student-athletes that I have the great pleasure of talking to week in and week out here on GNAC Insider. 
very good at, at their particular sport or, or their discipline, but also well-versed and very studious and very thoughtful young men and women as well. And I know that you've had the opportunity to be around people and players just like that. Uh, and you've had lots of them because you're now in your 25th season there at Concordia. Uh, you're the school's all-time leader in wins with 364 victories. When you look at a quarter of a century coaching there at Concordia, how fast has it gone by for you? Boy, Rob, it's really gone fast. It doesn't doesn't seem that long ago that, uh, you know, I was in my first year here and, and – um, you know, it's just been a great blessing, obviously, in the coaching profession, uh, you know, to be at an institution as long as I have and, you know, have uh, just great young men that uh, I've been privileged to coach and be associated with. Uh, you know, every day I wake up, you know, with joy in my heart because, uh, you know, I always had the dream of being a college coach and, and um, you know, Concordia has been so good to me over the years uh, and it's, you know, it's been a great transition for us, uh, you know, making the move to NCAA Division Two and into the GNAC and, you know, one of the top GNAC or one of the top Division Two conferences, you know, in the country in men's basketball. Uh, so it's been a great challenge for us. And, uh, you know, we're still in the process of, you know, uh, building where we want to get to. But, uh, you know, I, I like how we're finishing this season we've we've uh we're coming off of two big wins and as you mentioned uh in your update you know we get the uh get the task of uh driving up by five and taking on the, the you know st martin saints who are leading the gnac right now and you know that'll be a great challenge for us this coming thursday you talk about the fact that your team is playing some good basketball you're on a two-game win streak you beat western oregon and montana state billings last week but I'll tell you one thing, that could almost be a five-game winning streak because in the three games before that, you uh, you uh, well, you won in Ellensburg, but you lost to Alaska Anchorage in overtime and lost by two points to Alaska. So what has been the key to this uh, mid-to-late-season surge for the Cavaliers? <laughs> well, last week uh, we had uh, our entire team healthy for the first time in uh, eight games. So that was a big difference, Rob. Uh, you know, it, at the Division Two level, you know, you take one guy out, uh, it can have a pretty significant difference on, on any of the teams in the GNAC. And, uh, you know, we were healthy last week, and uh, that certainly made a difference. Uh, but we have – I've been really, really pleased with, you know, how hard we've played. We've 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 been – you know, we've lost several close games. Um you know, right at the end, uh, you know, the the Alaska Anchorage game uh, a week ago Thursday uh, or two weeks ago Thursday was, was a really a heartbreaker. And then, you know, follow up Saturday night uh, here at home. And, um, you know, Alaska's had kind of a tough season as well. Uh, but, you know, they're a good basketball team. And, uh, you know, we, we struggled uh, to get some stops at the end. And, and Tamore Glover, uh, had a career night on us, and and uh, you know, so we talked about that. Uh, you know, after those two games, we had a great week of practice and preparation. Well, really, just one day of practice and preparation because we played Western Oregon on Tuesday, but we came in on Monday. You know, really 
um, ready to go. And I, I was really proud of how hard our guys played against a very good Western Oregon team. I thought they followed the game plan extremely well. And we were able to get, you know, a good a good home victory over, you know, one of the top teams, the defending GNAC champs. And then, of course, one more practice day on Wednesday and and follow up with uh, Montana State Billings on Thursday. And, uh, and as I mentioned, you know, they were without uh, one of their best players, uh, Melvin Newburn, uh, was out, who's one of the top rebounders in the GNAC, and that was obviously to our benefit, uh, and we were able to, you know, to get that win as well. So, you know, we're hoping to build off of those two uh, as we head up to, uh, you know, the the Olympia area for St. Martin's on Thursday and then Seattle Pacific on Saturday. Oh, it's going to be a big week for you, no question. I do want you to comment on one of your players, and I know that the Cavaliers are not a one-man band, and I, and I don't mean to make it sound like that, but Jarrett Gray really seems like he is playing very, very well for the Cavaliers. He's a, a relatively local kid from Beaverton, Oregon. He's averaging mm-hmm. nearly 16 points a game, What uh, and he leads the team in steals as well. So what kind of leadership is he giving you, and is he really the, the Cavaliers' leader at this point? Well, he sure is, Rob. He is as good as I've ever coached. And, you know, as as you mentioned, I've been here 25 years, and I've been really blessed to coach some outstanding players. Uh, Jarrett Gray is one of the hardest-working, uh, best student-athletes that I've ever been around. Uh, you may have seen that he, he led the uh, all-academic team for GNAC basketball today. Uh, Jarrett's actually a post-graduate student uh, he finished his bachelor's last year. Uh, he redshirted his first year here and um, graduated with honors uh, in our College of Business. And now he's working uh, as a graduate student on his MBA. That experience and his work ethic have been absolutely a, a tremendous, tremendous uh, piece for our entire uh, athletic department. Uh, all of our athletes look up to Jarrett and what he's accomplished. Um, you know, I really think he's, you know, one of the top, you know, three to four guards in the GNAC. And, you know, he's certainly uh, been proving that here lately with his play. And so, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about, you know, teams are going to really be geared up to stop him as we finish these last six regular season games and make a push for the postseason. But he's an extraordinary young man, uh, great athlete, uh, he was the state high jump champ uh, his senior year in high school in, in, in Oregon um, at Valley Catholic High School in Beaverton, and, and he went out and trained for about uh, a month for that. He wasn't even a track star, and the track coach talked him into doing that. Uh, so he, his vertical jump is like 41 and a half inches. Uh, so he's just a great athlete, um, great leader, and a great competitor. Really, uh, really proud of what he's done for us. Well, Coach Barbrick, it's going to be a great week for you. You're going to play again. You're going to play at uh, St. Martin's on Thursday night. The Saints ranked 19th nationally, but I tell you, I'm expecting a real good game, and I'm going to watch it on GNAC.TV, I can tell you that. But you have a, a great trip up there. Travel safely in these uh, these uh, weather conditions we've had this week, and I certainly have the uh, high hopes that uh, we will have the opportunity to talk again uh, very very soon here on GNAC Insider. Thanks so much for joining us tonight from down there in Portland. Rob, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me on and thanks so much for all your support and the great work you do to to promote GNAC athletics and 
we're looking forward to that game on Thursday and hope it's a good one for you. It's going to be, I guarantee you, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> coach Brad Barbrick joining us tonight from Portland, the Concordia men's head basketball coach here on GNAC Insider. As we take time now to go around the great Northwest Athletic Conference, men's basketball, 10 games are on this week's schedule. Number 19, St. Martin's, as we mentioned, going to be in action twice, returning home to host Concordia on Thursday and then Western Oregon Saturday. Now, tonight's previously scheduled border battle between Western Washington and Simon Frazier has been rescheduled for February 26th due to the snow and the travel conditions. In women's hoops action, the regular season continues with 10 games this week. Co-conference leader Alaska Anchorage will host Concordia and Western Oregon, while Northwest Nazarene will be in action on Thursday at Montana State Billings. The NIDOC scheduled game tonight against Central Washington has also been postponed to February 18th because of the poor weather throughout the region. In indoor track and field, all 10 GNAC teams are going to be in Nampa on Friday and Saturday for the GNAC championships. That is going to be a great, great time there at the Ford Center. In golf, the Concordia women are the only team in action this week. The Cavaliers are currently in Lincoln, California, for the Makuni Sushi Shootout. In baseball, the GNAC will have uh, teams in action this week. Preseason favorite Western Oregon will get its season underway Thursday at Fresno Pacific. Five teams in all around the GNAC will be playing this week. And in softball, 28 games. Yeah, quite a few are on tap this week. First place, Western Oregon heads to St. George, Utah for the Dixie State Tournament, where it's going to play five games in just three days. Remember that for the latest in the GNAC, all you have to do is go to GNACsports.com. That's where you're going to find news, stats, standings, and so much more. Also, connect with the GNAC via social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. GNAC Insider will wrap up tonight's program, which we will do right after this timeout. The Wright brothers had a vision to do the impossible. Through perseverance, courage, and drive, their passion took flight. At Concordia University, this kind of revolutionary thinking is part of our DNA. Our MBA students don't learn in a lecture hall. They work as a team on actual case studies, and they appreciate how the evening, weekend, and online options make it easy to fit school into their busy lives. Free textbooks, iPads, and generous scholarships are available too. Concordia MBA grad Dan Reese sums it up like this. The connections you make in a cohort program are really powerful. You build relationships, you're solving problems together. Everyone makes a commitment to be part of this process. I've built relationships that I know I'll use through the rest of my career. With a Concordia MBA, students learn to question, challenge, problem solve, and collaborate, thinking in new ways to make a positive impact in the workplace. Let your thought revolution begin at ConcordiaMBA.com. That's ConcordiaMBA.com. Well, just time to say thank you to tonight's guests, Rennick Meyer from the Seattle Pacific University, Kodiak Landis from Central Washington, two track and field standouts who will both be in action at the GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championships Friday and Saturday at the Ford Center in Nampa, Idaho. If you have the opportunity, get out there and cheer on and watch some great track and field. 
And also thanks to Concordia men's basketball head coach Brad Barbarick. Concordia in action Thursday night at St. Martin's in what could be the game of the week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Also thanks tonight to Commissioner Dave Hagland and to the producer of GNAC Insider, Connor Pelton. As always, also thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific for our next GNAC Insider. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry saying so long for now. to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.